We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at studio this uh, morning. We uh, were gifted free content yesterday from the idiots at Pardon the Interruption. So we will, I guess it's actually technically just called PTI now. Very 2021 of them. That is uh, very we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. We frankly didn't get into much uh, from Monday from Lane Kiffin's press conference. It re- continues to be Bama Respect Week. We will. Uh, Talk about all the different ways that the uh, the Tide are infallible and undefeated here coming up on today's. Uh, <laughs> they do win a lot. They do. They do win a lot. And they've been favored in 88 straight games. Um, so we will uh, discuss that and more coming up on the uh, the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon. Remember to uh, head over to Highway 6 West. All you got to do, anywhere in the vicinity, in the area, it behind you, in the store, whatever, take a selfie. Throw it on social media. Throw it on Twitter. Tag Oxford Exxon. Hashtag Blue Sky Rebels. You get an autom- You get a free chance to uh, win an official Ole Miss football helmet. Doing that every single home game this season. So uh, go take advantage of that. Stop in. Get some cheap gas. Get some uh, clean convenience store. Get some food. Hot case. Barbecue. Lunch specials that are five sixty nine and much more there at the Blue Sky in Oxford. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop it around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You'll love the service. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your truck guy. They want to be your car guy. People say, what does that mean? Call the number. You'll start to find out. 662-257-1900. Guests will join us on the uh, Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Um, going to be really busy this weekend probably. A lot of people in watching Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, some of the other games. Be a great place pregame, postgame, during game. Enjoy a burger, po' boy, appetizers. Great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal there at Rafters, Music on the Food, Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany and also on the water at Sardis. 
So uh, thanks for all the uh, the feedback. Tyler was great yesterday. If you missed that, you can find that in any of the places you listen to this here podcast. It's also in the YouTube and uh, and many other places. Also a little bit of uh, a housekeeping. I meant to mention it yesterday. We went straight into Tyler. Uh, just thoughts with the Musgrove family. Melody Musgrove passed away yesterday. Friend of Neil and mine. Um, I did some podcast consulting for her a few years ago, and then they were very gracious with their time over the last couple of years as well. So uh, Ronnie and the uh, family, she uh, died from uh, a cancer um, diagnosis there. I think she was actually at the Mayo Clinic when, uh, when it happened. So, Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So funeral this Friday, but anyway, thoughts with the uh, with Ronnie and the Musgrove family. No good segue out of it, but yeah, um, I, I, some, a couple, couple friends, Cole, a couple other people sent me the Will Bond thing yesterday um, as yeah. it happened because I, I know this is a shocker. I was not watching live when it when it occurred. When was the um, last time you watched that show or a show like that show? Because they used to do, okay, the 4 to 5 o'clock hour used to be around the horn and then PTI at 4 and 4.30 back to back. Like forever. Yeah, Tony Reale and then Will mm-hmm. Bond and, and Kornheiser. Oh, God, that show, it's, it's seriously been... 15 years, maybe? Yeah. Uh, something like that. I will say, and I'd have to figure out when this was, when I first started get, when I first started getting into running, um, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there, Kornheiser's podcast was in my rotation. I would listen to his podcast still around that point. Because, I mean, <laughs> I, I do remember from back in the day, on the way to school, probably in high school or junior high, I would listen to Kornheiser's radio show in the mornings getting ready for school or whatever. I, I do remember that. I mean, there was a time where he was really good. Um, that time has passed. I don't even know the last time I've thought about him in the last five to eight years for sure. I didn't even know it was still on air in that time slot. Had you told me to guarantee yes or no. They've always sucked at college coverage, especially Will Bond, he's a Chicago guy, da da da, DC, all this stuff. It's always been professional oriented, and I guess it's it's gotten worse. But what's happened is PTI now has jumped in with the rest of it, where it's always been a little hot takey. But it, at one point, it was at least decent discussion back and forth, mm-hmm. rapid fire. It would kind of catch you up on the day a little bit. Now it's figuring out ways to be stupid. Day after day after day after day. Because any kind of clip I ever see from it is always somebody said something that makes no sense in the world. Right. Um, it was just, there's, I guess my question here is you get into a couple different things, especially including Lane's reaction, is that is not... It, is there any semblance of that being the actual fault of a lot of people that don't pay attention on a on a on a on a more low level basis? Like the, the, the lane the, the, is some sort of clown. Or yeah, something? The, the the casual just pro sports fan. Is there any credence to that kind of being what they think? I don't know that I'm the person to ask. I mean, I'm, not, I'm definitely not. Um, I'd be surprised. Yeah, it caught me completely off guard. The only, and, and, and this is, look, you can still not be an idiot and say, hey, it's better for the college football for Alabama to win because for anybody who hasn't seen it, and frankly, we should have queued it up. My apologies for that. Is the question was, what is better for college football? An Ole Miss win or an Alabama win was what did it. Kornheiser took Ole Miss, which was the easy answer. And, and the then, correct answer. Yes, correct. Is the, I mean, this is not an Ole Miss take no, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But there is a Bama fatigue that's out there that has become real. So, he took the easy one, but it would have been easy to take the other side and still not be a moron. 
Oh. Not be personal about it. It felt personal. It, yeah, it felt like he was offended by something that Lane Kiffin has done, and I, I'm having a hard time getting a connection as far as between the two of them. So it comes out yesterday, obviously. Um, Kiffin quote tweets somebody who sent it to him. So, so real quick, catch people yeah. up. We're skipping one part. Yeah. Do, do you have where you could at least paraphrase what it was that Wilbon said? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to th- I, I don't guess there's any good way to play it. Um, but I was trying to figure out, right, let me do this. And, and I get that for the actual podcast people, this isn't perfect, but it is what it is. I'm putting the link right here in the thread. So anybody take a minute that's in our stream. Cause frankly, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to hear it as well. Um, take a second, play it. And then come back. So it's in the thread right now. Play what it's there, and then we'll we'll go from there. So I'll give you a minute or so to do that. I tell you what I'll do. I'll click it and play it on my computer right now. It won't it won't show up in the in the stream, but it allows Neil and I to time this out. Yeah, he said that no school wants Lane Kiffin to rep. What okay. has Lane technically done that is embarrassing? Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of going back through Lane's career. He was an assistant at USC. He coached the Raiders. Al Davis fired him because that whole thing was a train wreck. Not Kiffin's fault. Not Kiffin's fault. Young, inexperienced, but not his fault. No, you're right, right. Um, Lane did not want to take Jamarcus Russell. Davis yes. did. Davis is the owner. He took Jamarcus Russell. It was a disaster. Um, he goes to Tennessee. He left after one season, but to take his dream job at USC, where he got hit upside the head with sanctions. Um, he then goes to Alabama as an offensive coordinator, revolutionizes them, completely redoes whatever image problem he had, which is frankly not that severe anyway. Checked out enough that Saban s- dismissed him before the t- the title game. Yeah, so maybe something happened there. He goes to FAU and does a really good job, takes the Ole Miss job, and has done a really good job in a year and a half. I, he, he got divorced. Okay, well, there's a lot of that. <laughs> um, he had a reputation about being, as a single man, by the way, in Tuscaloosa, he had a reputation as being some form of a womanizer. Whether that's fair or not, I don't know, but that was a reputation. Sure. But it, it does stand to reiterate, this was as a divorced single man. So, hell, I don't know. And number one, Mike, you work in sports. Coaches are not angels, man. The only angels you're going to find in sports are the ones that play in Anaheim. Yeah. I think you're a Redskins fan. I mean, let's look up here. And I don't mean the mascot thing. I mean the team. Uh, I, no, the most imba- – I mean, Lane Kiffing leaving after a year at Tennessee – is the most, quote, embarrassing thing he's ever done. And that's not embarrassing. It's a free country. It's a free will. Take a job. It gets offered to you. Yeah. I mean, good for your career, bad for your career. I don't know. It's up to you. 
But um, Chet, I will, I will. Chet says you guys need to start integrating video and pics into your live stream. We can, but we have to do. But we have to have that much more ready. Earlier. Yeah, I, I would have had to get that ready. I don't know where to go get that. I didn't want to violate a yeah. copyright thing. Um, yeah. You know, I, I can take things from Ole Miss's FTP. I can take things from the SEC media portal, but I don't have a dial in to ESPN's raw files. And look, we're just the little potato log podcast that could. We're not exactly Adam Carolla. Which was the example that was used? We're, you don't think so? Adam's got just a few more resources than we have. He's the most listened to podcast in the world. Um, so, yeah. he's so good. Um, he te- like he has the Guinness Book World Record. Um, can't think of the last time I actually opened a Guinness Book of World Records. But uh, Lane, for anybody who has not seen, he quote tweets it and he says so, and then like a pissed off, mad emoji face thing. Jeez. Uh, I'll pray for you. Life is so short to be so angry at PTI. Then he gets up this morning, and an this hour. This is the one that cracked me up. Yeah. Yesterday that happened, and I was like, "Yeah, fine, it's fine." And I'll talk about that in a minute. And then Keith Carter kind of comes to his defense. But yeah. this morning, I saw the quote, and I went, "Oh." This morning comes back, following up, follows up the tweet from yesterday. He says, and way to go out on a limb and pick the number one team in the country at home who's a huge favorite. How long did you watch film to come up with that surprise pick? Really newsworthy, Captain Obvious, at PTI. Told me that it irritated Lane a little bit more. He stewed on it overnight a little bit. And, and if I'm Nick Saban and Pete Golding and them, oh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Mike Wilbon fan today. No. Didn't need anything else to juice this up even more. Did you need to motivate him even more? Because they already know just how motivated he is. And he is walking into there with the one thing that you must have to beat them there. That's a good point, Ginger. He's a young, good-looking, successful guy. I'm shocked he's able to get dates. Yeah, come on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are no womanizers in college football. Sorry, zero. I mean, mean, not, not a thing. Have you ever talked to enough coaches? It's nothing but choir practice. Like if my daughters came home and said, hey, I'm marrying a football coach, I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there's some good ones. There's some great ones. Yeah, sure. You got friends, salt of the earth, all good. Yeah. But it's not a profession where you go, oh, well, let me tell you how pure this is. Yeah. I mean. A lot of coaches would have let it go, would have done nothing. Lane's not one to do that. He's not one to not respond and just go, ah, whatever. What did Wilbon do while he was at FAU? I'm seeing some stuff in the thread, but I haven't seen this. I don't know. Anybody got a Cliff Note version of that? So when I was in Mobile doing radio, Wilbon's show would be up on one of the TVs because the people at WNSP, the ownership, wouldn't let us change the channel. It had to be sports. And I would piss them off routinely by flipping to Food Network. <laughs> and it became my way of just going, hey, screw you. I'm not, I'm not watching this dumb show. And I would flip to the Food Network, and we'd start joking about Jada De Laurentiis chopping onions. Because when she did, her yeah, boobs did yeah, this really yeah, special yeah. thing. And, and it was great. And I probably turned on a lot of people in the mobile market to the Food Network back in the early 2000s. But... He's so irrelevant to me. I can't remember the last time I watched a show like that. It's just not something that does anything for me. 
at all. Unless it's a game, I don't even watch ESPN anymore. And I used to be a hardcore sports center guy. That's over. Lane is getting defended by pretty much everybody in the business, the college football world, as I'm I'm looking through. Awful announcing has a uh a, a an article with a bunch of reactions to it. Um so yeah, I mean Wilbon is being called out by pretty much everybody in the in the country. Um I don't fault Tr- Kiffin, by the way. In fact, I think it humanizes him even more to say, Hey, you know what, that's a cheap shot. This is PTI's twentieth anniversary week. I've been doing it twenty years. Wow. Which is uh, something in and of itself. Few people so. survive 20 years on a show. Yeah. I can't believe that show's particularly relevant anymore. Certainly not in this part of the country. Maybe in a large NFL, NBA market, perhaps. Yeah. Um, awful announcing. Since it's a real shame that it happened to, t- happened to pop up the same week as ESPN is celebrating their 20th anniversary. While the show is a trailblazer in many ways, it can feel out of touch and irrelevant these days, especially when it comes to topics that aren't the host bread and butter. Wilbon's take here fits perfectly with that legacy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of where they where they stopped. I mean, like Adam Kramer um, from Kegs and Eggs, he said, I'm not sure what else we could ask for, for ask for from Lane Kiffin. He's publicly remade himself in a way that seems almost impossible in the profession, being incredibly open about failures along the way. Also, regardless of what happens against Alabama, Ole Miss is building, man. All right, both Ginger and Avery bring up the possibility. I, mean, I For the record, I don't think this, but – because I don't think Wilbon's this smart, actually. Sure. Kiffin's one of the few people in sports outside of the obvious, like LeBron James or um, Tom Brady or somebody like that. Lane Kiffin's one of the few people in college sports that can make social media go. Do you think that he, this was intentional? I don't either. No, no, no. I'm not giving him that kind of credit. Because, I mean, look, here's the thing. Wilbon is hypersensitive. He's going back at people who've criticized him for years. I mean, he's gotten, frankly, more thin-skinned by the year and by the day as he's gotten older. Yeah. He couldn't take the blowback from that. It could, he couldn't go, hey, I'm going to stir up Twitter. I'm going to get hammered, but everybody's going to see it. Frankly, uh, he doesn't. No, no, no. It, 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 he doesn't. This is the worst-case scenario for him. Like, I, I firmly believe that's what Dan Wilkin has, has intentionally done. And, and I'll buy some of that. And, and, and he, he actually – I think feeds off of it. But this is not But this that. is not Wilbon. No, 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 no. Wilbon, Wilbon has wants, actually developed a pretty thick skin. Yeah. Wilbon, Wilbon wants not. to be revered. Yeah. He loves for people to go, oh, you are the smartest guy in the room. Every room. Every room. Every topic. You, you are an absolute This also genius. shows that no one can be an expert at every sport and every team. It's freaking impossible. No way. It's impossible. So when you don't know, go light. Hey, it, you know, it's really cool that Alabama's had a dynasty. Okay, next yep. question. Let's move yep. on. Because you got to disagree, or you have no show. But well, I mean, frankly, yeah. it's where when people do the Skip Bayless criticism, I always go, "Yeah, I get it," but I don't think you realize how much time he has to put the Skip Baylesses, the Colin Cowherds, the people like that who have to sort of know everything. How much work it takes to know everything. To be able to shift from college football to this Kyrie Irving story to, hey, are the Cowboys for real? Yeah. Or, hey, Tom Brady's going back to New England. That is a lot of ground to cover. Hey, the Cardinals haven't lost in three months. Are they for real? All that stuff. It's, it's like the real college football expert who goes, hey, I can name every head coach and every coordinator in the country, and you go, uh, Go for it. Yeah. But can you make it entertaining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Because I know somebody who can name rosters. 
And I'd rather cut my fingers <laughs> off. Yeah. So, oh, we'll continue talking about this more in a second. First, tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Seto County, and Chattanooga, all underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market, a leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. They sponsor our MPW Digital pregame show, which I'll start taping today. It's a heavy uh, taping day, so uh, we'll do a lot of that today. You'll bring that to you at some point, hopefully tomorrow afternoon. And uh, speaking of coming soon, they'll be in Oxford soon. Sometime in mid-November, Walk-On Sports Bistro. More than a restaurant, 1737 B University Avenue in Oxford. The uh, podcast also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting net- network, and it's free to use. I got introduced to Brothrow last week. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, so there's no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow, that's B-R-O-T-H-R-O-W.com, backslash M-P-W. And I'll put that up on the message board, too, so you guys can see that. Uh, We're also brought to you by Muddy Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping of $100 on, on orders of $100 or more. They've got lots of new products. They've got the new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel that's up as well. So go to Muddy Water Outdoors. Check that out. Enter promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 35% off your order. Same promo code at DeadSoxy. DeadSoxy.com. The best socks you'll ever put on your feet, including their collegiate collection. Uh, the uh, Speaking of Lane Kiffin, the, the clipboard flying through the air, the LFG, the uh, Archie Manning socks, all of that at deadsoxy.com. Promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off your entire order. Ole Miss back in Oxford on uh, October 9th, next Saturday against Arkansas, either at 11 or at 2.30. So you want to make sure that the Grove, your tailgating spot's ready to roll. Get in touch with 7 South Tailgating they will provide. They can provide the equipment, set up the spot, secure everything just for you, unloading assistance, food, beverage delivery, and more. 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321-1682. And speaking of the Grove, when you go to the Grove, you want to be prepared. Get the Game Changer patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. Go to uh, GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout. REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Podcast is brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on this week and every week, and then next week, the Friday before Ole Miss in Arkansas tunes around town returns five to seven, four different locations set up around Oxford to uh, get some cake out, get some dessert, walk around, hear some live music from local artists here uh, in Oxford. Also, bus tours three and four o'clock. And remember, with an adult ticket, 
you get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. So to find out everything going on, where to stay, what to eat, do, and see, and more, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Yeah, you know, actually parlays a little bit there because I was thinking about a hotel conversation I had um, with some tourism people over the weekend. And you had it in your mailbag, too, as far as scheduling. They do have to fix this playing teams more often. I mean, like, because... Kentucky is blowing up for next season in Oxford, filling hotel rooms, doing things a year in advance. It's because they haven't been here since 2010, and they don't come back until 2033. So every other year, you're getting that home game from that East other team that is on a 12-year window to come back. I mean, Kentucky hasn't been here since he was Houston Nuts' last SEC win. Oh, that's right. When Julian Whitehead couldn't cover the receiver (laughs) down the field, and they just ran out of time. Yeah. I mean, Arch Manning will be a nine-year NFL veteran by the time Kentucky comes back or something. That's not quite right, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to fix that. Well, Senke has said that he wants to fix that. Now, Plans it helps a to ton just going to nine games. Because I still think it makes the most sense to go into a pod. I, th- I think four 14 pods makes tons of sense. You play the three in your pod, you play the four in another pod, and then you play one from each of the other pods. And that rotates it. And that rotates it every six years instead of every 12. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe yeah, every eight, four but, years, right? Well, but you had to get them back at home. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You cut it by thirty, you know, by 25% at least. So, I think that's the move. But, I mean, when you got 16 teams, look, it, it, it's going to be hard unless you completely broke up divisions to get everybody there very often. You're not going to do that. But they, they've got to fix this. I mean, just th- this thing where nobody comes for – years and decades i mean that, sure. that, that, that that doesn't make sense at a time when you're already losing a lot of kind of the conference identity as you know it which is cool i have no real issue with that for the most part but you would like to see some other teams and get teams in i mean like the last time Ole Miss went to athens was 2012 that's correct and they go back in two years i think i think in 2023 Ole Miss goes to athens according to the current schedule which I'm not putting a lot of stock into the current schedule because I can tell you emphatically that Texas and Oklahoma are desperately trying to get out right now. I laugh at the people that are like, oh, they've gotten beat a few times, and now they they know. I'm like, stop. It's my money. Last year doesn't count with Kentucky because it was during the stupid COVID year. The schedules got completely altered. So you you can't take anything from that. They just added games. Ole Miss hasn't played Florida at home taking Ooh. out last year. Yeah. On the regular schedule since. What am I forgetting? It was like 2007. Before I, I remember when they had the game at home in like seven. Is that really the last time? Though? It was before I've been here. Because when I got here in 2008 was my first season. Ole Miss played at Gainesville. So it was seven. Then. And then Ole Miss played at Florida again in 20. 20- 15, when they lost? 2015. I can't remember the last time Florida came here. Was was Florida's trip here last year part of the reschedule, or was it a part of the regular rotation? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I'm having a hard time remembering their actual question, um, or their actual thing. Yeah, the last time, 07 was the last home game in Oxford, um, a 30-24 Florida win in Ed's last year. Omens actually played them pretty well that day. Yeah. Um, 9-22-07. 
they went to Florida in eight and fifteen, and then uh, yeah, twenty obviously at home. So, and I just don't know whether the twenty was. For pre- some reason, I thought they were supposed to play Tennessee last year, but maybe I'm wrong. I, maybe that all got bumped or didn't. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I don't. I don't remember. But Bobby Gray says it was regular rotation, was and it, it could rotation? be. Yeah. yeah, I have no. I, I just don't know. All I remember about 2020 was thank God they played. That's it. That's it. That's my. Yeah, October 2nd, 2010 was Kentucky's last trip to Oxford, a 42-35 Ole Miss win. They went to Lexington the next year when everything ended that next Monday after the game. One of Neil's favorite days in the world. And then uh, 17, obviously, in Lexington when um, D.K. Metcalf caught the ball in the end zone 37-34 to, to, to win over there for uh, for Matt and those guys. So Anyway, um, you wrote your story on Monday about what you thought Lane Kippen meant, but just in general, <laughs> like he's being a little coy yeah. on Monday. Yeah. The guy's really smart. Well, you set it up where there's no – I mean, there is a bad outcome, but from a, what you're saying, it's impossible to trap you because you go, oh, God, Alabama's awesome. Wow. Yeah. We're double-digit. People don't win over there like that. Oh, my God. I'm getting Everything short of we got no shot. I mean, just up to well, the line. And, and to going. our credit as the local media, we almost didn't give him the setups that he probably went in expecting. Like, hey, is this a must-win game for you guys where he could have been like, what? Nobody asked anything all that outlandish. Asked about, you know, did you think about... He's told some people that the the Katy Perry day when he was the offensive coordinator at Alabama stuck in his mind when Mm -hmm. he was thinking about the job. And he had his brother to lean on and go, hey, what's it like? What's going on? He knew some things. He'd been here before. We've talked about it. He weighed the two jobs. I mean, he came over and congratulated Freeze that day. Yeah. Yeah. From Thank, the building. Thanked him for hiring his brother. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know. I, I didn't think he said a whole lot. I thought he said some smart things. I thought he sent some messages to his team. Yeah, he was talking to his team. He was he was sabining on his team is very focused this week, but they've all been very careful to the point of I actually starting to believe them that it's a big game, but it's one game. It's just the next game. Because look, if you treat it in week four like the Super Bowl and you win, remember when Ole Miss went to Florida and won in 2008, speaking of the Gators? Yeah, we were South Carolina. We were still asking questions because that was back when we got access to players and coaches forever all week. Players were still talking. Houston Nutt was still talking about Florida on Thursday. Mm -hmm. The big story was, oh, you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated. 48 hours later, South Carolina won. So if you're not careful and you let it be something bigger than it is, and Lane knows this, and he was sending this message, if you win, and I do think Lane thinks they have a shot to win, if you win and you celebrate it until Wednesday or Thursday, you're in jeopardy at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning when Arkansas rolls in. You've got to turn your attention. And if you lose, you can't have this. Still got to turn your attention. You still got to get over it. You got to get into the habit of flushing hey, season's it. Season's not over, guys. Let's go. Move on. Let's go. We see every, you know, 
It's all right here. Cool. Yeah, and you got to turn your attention to Arkansas or you let the game beat you twice. In much the same way that Sam Pittman's got to do the same thing this week. Although yeah. I think for them. They're at a, they're an advantage because they're not expected to even compete on It Saturday. is truly a true shot. There's yeah. nobody out there in the national media going, hey, can Arkansas win? Yeah. It's just assumed that Arkansas can't win. Yeah. People are doing this with Ole Miss. Can Ole Miss win? Arkansas and Ole Miss is not set for 11 grind. They've, they're they doing a six-day window. It's either 11 or um, 2.30, right? Yeah. Yeah, 11 or 2.30 on, uh, on, on Saturday. I assume they'll announce that late um, um, late on Saturday night is my guess for what time that will be. Yeah, 15 is a good example too. Um, they barely beat Vanderbilt and then lost to Florida after beating Alabama. The only time that it did not pop Ole Miss and they really moved forward and was maybe the most focused is the game Neil didn't really see was when they went to College Station and beat the hell out of A&M the week after beating Alabama in 14. Yeah. Um, that was an incredibly focused Ole Miss football team. I saw the first part of it in a bar in Chicago and then I saw the second part of it in my hotel room in Chicago and people were like, you, you really need to go to bed. You're running a marathon tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't sleep. Now you ended up like cutting photos or some shit at like I was midnight. Up, I was up till 1.00. Finally yeah. went to sleep around two and got up at four thirty. Well, that was and that was your best. Couldn't time. sleep. Best time I ever ran. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, you can wash the hat in the dishwasher, Jake. Throw it on the top rack of the dishwasher. If it's the one Neil has on, I've li- I literally did it yesterday. Literally, you put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, okay. I literally ran it on the top row of the dishwasher yesterday. Completely oh. fine. Okay. Yeah, it did not bend the bill. It did nothing. Completely, completely all good. And if it's the other kind, you sure can. Like, I do that with golf hats all the time. Because it's stitched in. It's not a uh, an iron-on or, like, a whatever heat print on those hats. Those will come off, potentially. But, no, the, the embroidery, you're all good. So, learn something new every day. Uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> angry A&M video rant was after the win in seven. It was Shea's game. Yeah, that was not the, the no. four, 15, 14. No, they, look, they just got their ass kicked in, in 14. It yeah. was not much they could do about that. Um, in 17, they crapped. I mean, Ole Miss would have gone on a hell of a run against A&M had it not been for Johnny. I mean, because, frankly, yeah. they should have won the games in 12 and 13, and then they whipped them the next couple years. And, frankly, looking back on that, yeah. that should have been our sign that, you know what, all this Texas A&M talk, I've gotten where I've decided that Texas A&M talk is the same as Texas talk. It's just talk every year. Until they... I'm just going to go every year, talk. They're not bad, but... They're not good. They're fine. They find ways to screw it up. Arkansas was legitimately better than them. Whatever you think about Arkansas, Arkansas was better than them. If you want to say Arkansas sucks, well, then A&M sucks more. Whatever you want to do, but Arkansas was the better football team on the field. Kyle Wilson, thanks for the super chat. He says the Walmart Alabama fans think Saban can't be beat. Well, yeah, and, and in fairness, he's not beat much. Yeah. I mean, their 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 history of believing that is fairly solid. I will say this: like some people, though, they give him too much credit. Like he goes on the Manning simulcast thingy on Monday, and that like, was brilliant. He's brilliant. It's like, well, what was brilliant? <laughs> he said yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he did the show. He was fine. He had a moment or two. It was funny. They did some things with Eli and the and the inner tube. And, yeah, you laugh along and everybody – it's football. I know that 
you can't question Nick, but is there a portion of that Walmart Alabama fan base that gets annoyed that he never wears Alabama gear at any event outside of a game? Because <laughs> he wears golf shirts at every press conference yeah. with actual country clubs on the, on, yeah. the, on the chest. He never puts on Alabama gear, really, at any event. Is it almost his way of saying, you psychopath? Oh, it's absolutely. You do think it's his way of going. Oh, there's no question. I mean, on game day, I'll put the elephant on and we'll do the thing. But Yeah. He doesn't just have the closet like most most coaches that go, okay, here's the red today and the blue today and no. the white and the gray. I mean, he did, he did hey, coach, last week in a pink shirt. He wears, like, old Waverly shirts all the time. I mean, he's just kind of hanging out. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, he's doing his thing. Cashin's check. Nobody's going to say a word to him. In his mind, it's not Alabama. It's saving you. Because it is. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, look. There's a lot of people who did not think that Pittman made any sense at Arkansas, but it shows you what identities and fits are in college football. Um it's, it's almost any job. I mean, yeah, you need boosters to get out of the way. There's things that have to happen no matter what. There's things that have to happen from efficiency standpoints. No, no you know, whatever. But at the same time, it's it's complete fit to cultures. And, the, and knowing what your university is willing to do and what kind of cultures you're willing to fit, if that makes sense. I mean, you know, Ole Miss, like when Ed came in, he was a, a bad fit in a thousand different ways. But Ed was trying to make Ole Miss USC East and all these different things. But that, that's not their identity. That's not their culture. That's not something you're ever going to be able to do. You have to figure out what your culture is, and that's what Sam Pittman has done very quickly at Arkansas, and it's what Hunter Juracek did a hell of a job with, with hiring Sam Pittman and said, hey, no, the we can – frankly, Pittman is what they hoped Brett Billima was going to be from a culture standpoint. Uh, they yeah, have a little true. bit of similarities, but it's what actually works compared to Brett. Just – Pittman's a lot more southern than well. If you say Brett had a Brett also had a little Houston nut in him, I thought where he gets the other job quick after being at the other place that was his identity for a really long time, and I'm not sure that Brett ever thought, oh, this is going to be a place where I'm going to go win ten or eleven games or do whatever. I felt like he de-emphasized the job there a little bit in Arkansas. Can I ask a completely off the topic question because I'm curious? Sure. Three quizzes in a midterm in a freshman biology class is a bit much, right? That's a little bit much for the Carolina League. Seems like it. Good God. Friday, October the 8th is going to be a celebratory day in my house. And I don't care who hears this and who it offends. (laughs) They're kids. You should be pro-kid. You should be for the damn kids, not out to fail the kids when they're 14, 15 years old. That's just me. And if it pisses you off, I don't care. That's the date. That's my moment. Yeah, Screw good. it. I don't, I, and I don't care who would have. Actually, this is where I'm kind of, I, I love, this is what I love about Kiffin, is people go, well, you know, you really shouldn't say that out loud. Why the heck not? What difference does it make? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, how many people does it really matter what they think of you? Like, for me, it's like four. So if I piss somebody off and, and upset them and rankle them, well, then good. I'm trying to. You should be ashamed what you're doing to kids.
And they don't do that to college kids. They didn't do that to me in grad school. And I make grad school jokes, and it wasn't particularly hard, but you did have a lot of work. Sure, of course. Whew, sorry. All good. Good segue into uh, probably going to need a little bit of internet to prepare for uh, these midterms, these quizzes coming up, all the Holy things here shit. in the McCready household. Northeast Spark, S-P-A-R-C, two packages, the Ignite 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, N-E-Spark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender that you probably won't even need. Call the office for details. Get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. He owns Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Been around since 2013. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time, dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you want to learn more, and you do, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi, services the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. This week's spotlight is on the Medical Parkway in Flowood, Mississippi. The Medical Parkway consists of 94 acres situated around the newly opened Sheraton Hotel and Conference Center and the newly renovated Refuge Golf Course with Capital Ortho and Jackson Heat on site. It's an excellent opportunity for hospital, medical office, professional office, and retail users to position themselves in one of the most vibrant submarkets in Mississippi. So give B.B. Uh, Mitchell and Sam Cox a call at 601-586-3220 to learn more about the Medical Parkway. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best-fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Uh, go to their site, go to the virtual tailor, and you can have yourself measured and uh, ready for your brand new pair of cotton genos or whichever other Blue Delta Jeans product you want. They're the most comfortable jeans I've worn. You'll love them as well. It's BlueDeltaJeans.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 10% off your purchase. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons, located at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, has been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Tomorrow's a heavy uh, podcast day on the MPW Digital Network. We'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that area, go 662-429-4429. And we'll have a soft verbal up. I think today is going to be a big recruiting day for Ole Miss. We'll talk a lot about that tomorrow on the College Corner, uh, on the Soft Verbal, I should say, which is presented by the College Corner. It's one. It's your uh, one-stop Rebel Shop. 
two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's not a problem. You can visit the College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. Nick's Tan, Oxford.com, 662-281-1200. For all your real estate needs here locally, I've used them multiple times. Just give them a shot as well. Go to the website, see the gallery view, see map view, talk with agents, find out the possibilities for your next home in a very competitive real estate market that still continues to explode here in Lafayette County. So uh, between O'Keefe Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates, give them a shot. It's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200, and tell them that we sent you over there when you do. Um, Let's see. We'll, we'll get into picks on Thursday a little bit, but are you are you are you at all worried about Georgia not score, scoring enough points and suffocating the game, but it looking kind of like that twenty two three Ole Miss game against Alabama in 09? I am reminded that Arkansas led them at the half last year. That Georgia struggled until late in the game to move the ball. But no, like twenty four to seven or something, kind of is bothering me in this. Yeah, I no, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's ever like oh wow, but just. I'm laying them. Yeah. Without re- really much hesitation. I don't know that. Now, if you told me that Arkansas could get 14 points, I'd start getting worried. But I don't think they can get there. Mm-mm. And Jordan's going to score more than 14. They, they're, they're not bad offensively. No. JT Daniels just isn't a high He's fine. Yeah. He's not the superstar that people... Now, we've seen Heisman... I mean, we've seen national championships won with fine quarterbacks before. Not out of the realm. It's a little new in this era of college football. But... Because, frankly, we undervalued Jalen Hurts a little bit while he was at Alabama. We did. Better quarterback than we gave him credit yeah. for being. Yeah, and Daniels is a good quarterback. He's, he's good. fine. He's good. He's fine. Yeah. He's not anything in the ballpark with Matt Corral, no matter what some of the media try to do. Mm-hmm. Although I, I don't even think any of those That's kind of over now. They won't fight that anymore either. Yeah. But I don't – they're so good defensively, and Arkansas kind of got banged up a little bit. Stromberg's still okay? Yeah, he played. Okay. Now, both of those I guys. I knew he played. Yeah. Um, you know, Jefferson got banged up. The, the X-ray came back good. Okay. But I'm sure he's sore. Um, I don't know about Traylon Burke's status. By the way, one of the more underrated players oh, yeah, in the league. For sure. Um I just don't see it. I don't I don't see how Arkansas can hang with them. What Arkansas can do from a point spread standpoint that makes it interesting is they can absolutely Bog the game slow down. a game down. And Georgia's not in a hurry. They know you're not scoring, so they're fine with playing a beyond moderate you know, less than moderate pace. Yeah, and Kirby kinda, knows the deal. He just needs to win. Yeah, doesn't need the style points And anymore. he likes Sam a bunch. They're tight. And so I don't know that he has the taste for that blood. So I do worry about that part. That he's more than content to get out there 20-3 to three and move on to his next uh, If you offered Kirby a 20-3 to three win or a 51-3 to three win, he so, would take 20-3. to three. You think so? Absolutely. He doesn't need style points. He just needs to beat Alabama at the end of the year. Yeah. Webb, thanks so much for the super chat. It says, lunch on me, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate that a lot. It's very nice of you. 
Still loving the peanuts, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm laying them too. I went ahead Georgia and have next this week? morning. We'll see what Georgia's Auburn. Yeah, he's got Auburn and Kentucky the next two weeks, followed by an open date and then Florida. So, if there is a critical part of the schedule, it is right now. But yeah, if, if the but if the game gets done, you're probably getting some people off the field. This live stream would like you to try out some gummies. See if it. it, it I'm pretty. I'm calmer than you think. I'm just <laughs> to a point where it's Chase has been aware of this for yeah. weeks now. I could, I could, and I would never do it, not to my son, but I could write one hell of a book about stuff. So what's funny, too, is everybody kind of says, well, not everybody, there's a segment that always sees you as, like, completely uncommon. You're the calmest you've been your entire life. Never been calmer. Yeah, like, it just, whatever. But I know when I think something's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've gotten where, I'm, I'm kind of like Kiffin in that way. Mm-hmm. When people, people will do this to me, Chase, they'll say, why do you fight back on Twitter? Why not? Well, does it do any good? Does it make me feel better? Then it's good. Why do you do the thing about masks? Because I don't think they work. I think they're silly. I think they're theater in schools. I don't tell people you can't think something. For anybody being under a rock, by the way, Oxford removed their mask mandate yesterday. But not in the schools. No, just the town. The school actually pushed theirs to October 15th. Um, I think that was the date. Is that the date? Yeah, so next Saturday... The Grove will have 70,000 people in it. Yes. Under tents. Oh, and forget the Grove, the square, the bars. Everything, restaurants, everything. Yet the kids will have to put on a mask to walk into a classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Correct. That makes a lot of sense. Have the Cardinals lost? Did they finally lose? So now you're like testing this. (laughs) No, they've won 17 in a row. They really have? I think they won last night. Well, but you're checked out now. Oh, I mean, yeah, It doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah. Carson and I actually turned on. Because they're going to play L.A. in a game. Yeah, Carson and I turned on Cubs Pirates for a little while on the radio last night coming back from Tupelo, and we were both like, okay, they need to lose this game, right? And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's lose. Let's just keep losing. The Cardinals have played. They've had a phenomenal. I think the record in September is 21 in a row by like the 19-something Giants. I mean, they're yeah. I mean, it's, they're having a historical run right now. I know very few people actually care, but there's a certain sideshow to it. Bryson DeChambeau advanced in the uh, World Long Drive World Championship yesterday, so he went straight from the Ryder Cup to compete against the world's top long drivers, and he has uh, finished second in his group and moved on to the uh, the so next round. All of those guys got along, right? In Whistling Straits. I mean, they're all buddies. They're, we're all, everyone admits that it we're in on the joke It was a shocker that it might have been for that $40 million pool that they're giving away at the end of the year. There could be something to that, potentially. I mean, I look, I don't think we they, all admit we're in on the joke now, right? I don't think they like one another. As in, I don't think they're going to dinner without there being a reason. Like, I do think they're kind of like, oh, you idiot. Like, but no one's like whatever. taking a golf club to somebody's head. Well, no, in... <sighs> And again, I, I get non-golfers don't care. I'm going to move on. We 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 we're careful about golf and NBA around here. Um, one of the better, more funnier things, though, are post 
Ryder Cup press conferences because they take the whole team in together with yeah. everybody, and they're all drunk. Yeah. They're literally drinking well, the during one the press like, conference. Well, the has a magnum and then <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, like, they are – Oh, they just are, give him the microphone. I mean, they're hammered. Like, at one yeah. point, Dustin Johnson goes, hey, I'm getting way too sober in here. Can we be done? Like, <laughs> yeah. we, need to, we need to go. But there at the end, it was like, okay, if we're going to finish, y'all, y'all two hug. And they made Bryson and Brooks get up and drunkenly hug. Oh, the guy the yells, Brooksy! Yeah, at the yeah, end of the press yeah, conference. I, I mean, it's it's – no, it well, they basically clinched it on Saturday, and so Sunday was like well, a yeah, joke. Well, they beat the hell out of them the whole week. Yeah. Um, no, they because they turn. I turned it on on Sunday when I got back in here. It was like four o'clock. Yeah. And it was still on. I'm like, oh my god, did the British come? Or what, or the Europeans and come the back? And, go and it's like twenty one and a half to two or whatever. I'm like, oh, they keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see the guy that hit the parlay yesterday? Uh. Uh-uh. All right. So. This is, I mean, this is a phenomenally. I mean, I, I would like to have had a heart rate. I'd like to have a whoop on this guy. So, one dude bet on. He did a parlay on all twelve singles matches on Sunday. Okay, so you've got to hit the winner or whether they tie or the loser or whatever of all twelve matches individually on Sunday. Okay. He got them all right, including the two that tied. He had them tying. Wow. All, like seven of the matches came down to the last couple holes. I mean, there was a six foot putt on the next to last match that would have, could have ended the entire thing for him right there and made it zero. He turned eight dollars into nine hundred and sixty six thousand. Dude's living right. I mean, the heart rate he had going on <laughs> when Morikawa is over a six foot putt that's worth a million dollars. Literally, yes, unbelievable. It came to the very last hole. I mean, his celebration, I, I would love to, again, we need cameras, and we don't know who it is. It was on FanDuel, but it was anonymous as far as who it was. I think I'd have told everybody it was me. I, I, I don't know if I could have shut up. But it comes down to the very last hole because he had Berger beating Matt Fitzpatrick, I think is who he was playing, and they were tied going to 18. Berger had to win for him to win the 966000 and Fitzpatrick hit either his tee shot or his second shot in the water that clinched it. I would love to have seen this dude as, as Fitzpatrick hits the ball in the water on the very last hole. Yeah, he was probably eating a barrel of gummies. Staying calm would... Because yeah. I kind of wonder, like, at what point do you start really thinking it's got a chance? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the first couple matches go, you go, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Because it's then, just a playful $8 bet. Yeah, and then it's like six, seven, eight. Yeah, you start getting Nine. Real. Yeah. Looking at scores going, well, okay. I mean, I don't know, pretty incredible. But yeah, eight into uh... <laughs> grind. I'm trying. I, They're I mad at you. <laughs> I don't think they understand the level of golf fanatic that you are. Yeah, it's all good. We we're we're, we're careful. Um, so it's a. Uh, it's you good. at all interested in Florida, Kentucky? I know we won't be watching it, and we'll be doing other things. But does that interest you at all? Kentucky has to prove its interest to me. It it feels. 31-16-ish, yeah. where it's never really in doubt. Kentucky has got to be in it in the fourth quarter for me to really go, oh, that's interesting. This is whatever. And I'm not I'm not there, no. Kentucky has gotten, more, has gotten more boring by the week to me because Levis is fine, but he's not turning into Joe Montana or anything out there. And their offense is still pretty bogged down. It's it's not doing enough. To- we didn't talk about this, but what did you make of Auburn firing its wide receivers coach on Sunday or Monday or whenever it was? Um, I saw Grind mention that he refused get he refused help from Harson as far as working on some different things. That there was a little bit of a line in the sand moment. 
Look, it's not good. It's also interesting that it's somebody who was kind of an Auburn family guy. It's not like it's, you know, the new guy coming in and you're doing something for yourself. It, I don't know that it's a sign of trouble. Yeah. But it's certainly something that I'd like to put a star next to as, as time moves on. I mean, there's no – I'm not judging Harson one way or the other, but if you told me it doesn't work, I won't be overly shocked either down there. No, it's too early to judge. This is an interesting week. They've got the quarterback thing going on and – Look, they avoided some catastrophe. He got mad at Bigsby when he bumble, fumbled. Yeah. Kind of bumbled as well. Yeah. Um, they got re- – I've watched the fourth – the last drive now. They have a little bit of a quarterback issue because Bo Nix is back next year. They can't get rid of him. Bo Nix feels like transfer portal to me. You don't think he's going to play? What do they do today? What do they do Saturday? How do you bench Finley? He's the reason they won the game. It wasn't great. I went back and watched some of it, but I still think they're going to play. I think Nick's is the quarterback if he's. Well, I think he probably is, but I, I, how do you. What I don't think Nick's is super popular. He's the epitome of the. He's the quarterback version of, hey, everybody's back. Ryan said, we also had 10 players on the field at times this season. The missing guy was always a wide receiver. Well, it's not ideal. No, that's a problem. Eli is starting a show on YouTube soon per his Twitter. Okay. Have you watched his his Eli places? Yeah, I haven't had a chance yet. I, I, haven't, I haven't sat down and finished one, but I've watched enough in case we had to mention it at any point. Just Was it entertaining? Know. Yeah, I mean, everything's been good. Um, it's kind of funny laid back. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where that production company becomes over time the whole Omaha productions and things Peyton's doing and and different things, kind of where he wants to take that. Because Peyton's at a spot where he can go in so many different directions right now and be lucrative in any of them. And I'm kind of curious where he takes his time and his energy. Everything I hear, though, is that he really wants to own an NFL team. I mean, do you think it's something where they go in together? They almost have to and then find some other people to go in with them. Any chance Eli is trying to become Elway and be like a GM for the Giants? Ooh, I don't think so. The, I, I don't think so, but here's the thing. It's not like Eli's going, and I get that the Giants are his entry into this. I understand that. Like, I get it, okay? But at the same time, he's hard, He's dead set on, I'm a Giant. Not that I'm trying to stay in the NFL, necessarily. No, there's, no. A, there's a weird context there yeah. where I just wonder, what's he angling at? Is he just trying to be a minority owner for the Giants? Like, what are we, what, what, what are we doing? He just Something doesn't strike feels New me. York oriented to this. Yeah, he just doesn't strike me as the guy that really wants to grind like that. Well, that's true too. Because he doesn't have to. And look, the New York, New York's the center of the world as far as getting other places. I understand that, and I'm not saying that he wanted to live in Oxford. That's not my point. But it is interesting that they've set up camp in Montauk full time. Sure. And said, no, this is where we're... Well, I mean, he was there for a long yeah, time. No, I mean, it's home. I, yeah, it's not a criticism, even in the slide. And he's the it's guy that, that, the further he gets away from his career, the more appreciated he gets by the fans. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a mean, legend. He, he is Mr. Giant right now. Yeah, and will be the rest of his life. Yeah. He's, he will throw no more interceptions. No, and no one will ever so take... So it only goes up. No one will ever take the rings away. And the longer that they don't win another one, and they're not, whatever, go, hey, that was pretty good. Got a couple of rings. I mean, By the has, way, I don't think Carr's a bad quarterback. Fine. He's good. They're they're not very good up front. Yeah. Hang on, you mean Jones? Or you I meant Jones. I meant Jones. Okay. Jones, I'm sorry. I said Carr, but I meant Jones. He's fine. 
I know they're not very good, but there's here's the thing with Daniel Jones, and it's the way I'm judging NFL quarterbacks right now. And it's a it's a small list that's on this side of it. For an NFL quarterback, you either can win a champ well, you can either win a league championship or you can't. And I don't think you can. And that's kind of how I'm judging him. Yeah. It, it's a, probably a small list that can, but that's kind of where I'm at with the NFL. Is you either can get me to not win it, you can get me to the Super Bowl or you can't. That's why Andy Dalton always stayed on this side of the curve. Went, hey, you're a damn good regular season quarterback. I don't trust you to go in three playoff games. When he was Cincinnati, not Bears, obviously. Yeah. Back in the day. Because <laughs> now. He definitely does not. The Bears situation's just not good. No. It's, because now Nagy is tempted to go see. Yeah. I, I told you he wasn't ready. Yeah, I know. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. You see the current menus, see the catering and tailgate menus. Remember next week when Ole Miss returns to play Arkansas, they're in the Grove. They will uh, deliver right to your spot in the Grove. All you got to do is call 662-419-9201 or email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. 24 hours notice is required, but you can get everything from their charcuterie trays, artisanal cheese trays, plenty of dessert options, including cannolis and hand pies, Something different for your tailgate to make it memorable and special or just uh, fill it with whatever food you would like there from Johnston Hill Creamery. Plenty of options. Again, love the uh, the pepper jelly, the spiced honey, the uh, the hot sauce, and much more. So to find out what all is in, in stock and in store, you can find them right there off Molly Bar in Oxford. Again, give them a call, 662-419-9201. Speaking of podcasts for taping, we'll tape a mind on my money tomorrow. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plans that are built just for you at Pinnacle. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Um, Get in touch with John if you're thinking about traveling. Maybe you're thinking about a holiday trip right now. You want it to be one that's very memorable. You want to make sure that you know what's open, what isn't open, where things are complicated, where they're not. Just give John some parameters and a budget. Sit back and do nothing while he gives you options that you would not think of and come up with on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If uh, you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, go to GrenadaNissanUSA.com or go, better yet, to the... Uh, the actual store right there, the dealership right there off Interstate 55 in Grenada. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. I have a mailbag up on the site. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, get in touch with Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to them. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Mississippi's a small state. Service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. If you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, service specialist always has names and resumes ready for your perusal. So get in touch with them. There's no referral fees for those searching for a job either. You've got nothing to lose. Call service specialist at 662 
832-5138 or service specialist ltd.com. Alpha Specialties is located in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. They've got load trail. They've got the uh, Hallmark cargo trailers, spare tires and wheels, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, a uh, full-service trailer service and inspection shop. Just get in touch with them, 601-932-9798, or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by the the Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylist hand select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at the Rogue. Forty four fifty I-55 North in Jackson or the Rogue.com. And last but not least, brought to you by Joey Erickson, Hair and Gear Autoplex. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevrolet, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367 or 1685 High Street in Jackson. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222 for all your pharmaceutical needs here in Oxford, they deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer medicine to free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Whether it's one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery, you have what you need when you need it on the same day each month. So Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs or G&M on South Lamar and Oxford. Again, 662-236-2222. I need more information here. I haven't read the story, but BBC News just put up a story that says, Clown shortage, colon, appeal for new recruits in Northern Ireland. They're low on clowns. In Northern Ireland. Mike Wilbon. He could head on over. He could just do it, see? Career transition. I mean, wouldn't it be much of a reach? Reminds me of the old days when we used to put the sleigh full of Santa Clauses on the front of rebelgrove.com that day on the uh, the podcast or whatever our topic was. <laughs> it was like it was like Santa Claus recruiting or something. We yeah. had like 14 Santa Clauses yeah. on the front of rebelgrove.com. Yeah. So. Our site, from a photo standpoint, has to be the single most unique oh. in the entire network. Yeah, you can go in and like search for things and see your photos versus everybody else, and you got to be going, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what? Speaking of clown shows, what is what is going on? Yeah, well, we're going up. Not everybody else is. What's going on over there? So we're yeah. rising in the ranks. Uh, Ross Dellinger with a story this morning about how they are about to uh, implement some changes to the targeting rule and try to fix it in college football. So they have to do something differently. So uh, it's a simple fix. Don't overthink it. Make it an NBA thing where you have different levels, one that does not include an ejection unless it is severe and purposeful. And purposeful and egregious. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a 15-yard penalty. Hey, man. Quit. Get your head up. Get your head up. But you weren't trying to do anything. It just happened. It's football. Also, why do you never see the offensive player who ducks his head into the defender call for targeting? Hey, wait for Saturday. You never know what's coming. Okay. Fair. Well, it is like the most quarterback respect thing and the most bullcrap thing in the world is because the, there's a thread on our board about officiating things against Alabama is when Alabama had the pass interference thing called off because or like they called intentional grounding because the receiver ran the wrong route. And it was like, hold on. How the hell do you know where yeah. you're supposed to be going? Like, wait, hold on. Were wait, you wait. in the meeting? Yeah, wait, yeah, never yeah. mind. You probably were. Yeah. Okay, like, what, what is – yeah, yeah. Waved it off. So, uh, receiver, receiver ran the wrong like, – Oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, couldn't a quarterback go, hey, you ran the wrong route? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Wave it off. Uh, oh, Lord. 
we're in a chip shortage still, I think. I don't know if we're in a coin shortage. But yes, there's a shortage of a lot of things at this uh this point. LA, your favorite right now for the Super Bowl? Yeah, they look the part. They also might have an easier path. If they can get through their own division, people. Arizona looks really good, too. Yeah, I'm not ready to say they're ready for that yet. Right. It feels like they're that team we love all year that gets popped in the divisional round and gets ready for next year. You know, it always takes yeah. a growing pain year sometimes. Yeah. To, I know Kansas City didn't have that because of my homes and whatnot, but I mean. And I'm not writing Kansas City off just oh, yet, right. either. The people that are doing that, the I'm death like, is a little early. Stop. It's two losses and one was by one point. Stop. Yeah. But L.A. was a pretty good statement against the Bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, the they, dominant win. They control that football. They game. made Tampa look like an average football team, and Tampa is not an average football team. They made it kind of work in the backfield with some injuries. I mean, Cam Akers out for the year with his Achilles or whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, Baffords look good. Yeah. I'd kill for him in New Orleans right now. You would. I would. Because <laughs> that would be a Super Bowl team. Yes. With Matt Stafford. Yeah. Looking back, that's your mistake is not finding a way to go grab. It him. tells you how bad um, Detroit has been run over the years. Mm-hmm. Dude has an absolute cannon of an arm. And he's still got some juice left. By the way, speaking of cannon arms, do you see where uh, there's some draft mock drafts that are starting to come out that have Corral in the top ten? Oh, really? A lot of Pittsburgh talk. It's that. Oh. Yeah. Makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think Pittsburgh very good this year. I know they won week one, but. Yeah, and, and it's time to move on. Ben's had a hell a, of a run. He's had a hell of a run. Yeah. I mean, whatever you it's think. Kind of like Eli. Hey, applaud him and move on. Yeah, and, whatever you think of him, but it's been a hell of a run. Um, um, Sherman signs with the Bucks to bolster secondary. Oh, really? Just seeing it, yeah. Okay. Kind of, whatever. My Bengals go 3-1 and one tomorrow night if they can beat Jacksonville. And they'll probably beat Jacksonville. I would think. They're fun. Oh, they're I don't think they're overly good, but they're no, fun. Got got a couple of good young players. They're going to be good. Jamar Chase. Whew. He's a rookie. You love you some of Jamar Chase. I mean, you're... You watched him? Yeah, you're in. I mean, these NFL teams in his rookie year are keying him, and he's still just making catch after catch after catch. They had a horrible two, uh, quarter against Chicago, or they're 4-0 at the quarter. Uh, we get Friday night, Iowa, Maryland. Tomorrow night, we get who? What are we watching? Obviously that. Is there uh, any college game of any note? Great. Let me see. What's our What's our deal tomorrow night? I don't night? know. I was having to monitor a certain thread on our board. Okay. Um, that one's still going? It kind of moving along. Um, okay. There's a thread on our board that is very the epitome of Rebel Grove, where if you hate this thread, you will hate our community, <laughs> but otherwise you will, and it's the one about how to catch moles. Yeah. Because there's tons of information in there that makes tons of sense, and then it's also kind of drunk at the same time with yeah. plenty of jokes and things. So if you if you need a litmus test on what you feel about our message board, go check out the "How to Kill Moles in Your Yard" thread and see where you uh, see where you fall. We have Virginia at Miami Thursday night. Rocco's got a shot right there, and yeah, Brock, that will be the haymaker for Miami at that point. Well, there are people who say that if Miami loses to Virginia, yeah. that Manny Diaz will not survive the weekend. Yeah, and that they could lose that. There's there, there's no doubt about that. So anyway, the eleven o'clock slate's not bad Saturday. No, it's good. It, the whole day's good. Michigan I mean, Wisconsin's an entertaining game by Big Ten standards. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know what Michigan is. 
We don't know yet. No, it's too early. We haven't played anybody where we have consequence there. But I'm not prepared to go, they suck. No, no, no. They could be okay. You get the Arkansas-Georgia game, Tennessee-Missouri. At it's least fine for an alternate game. Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. So, I mean, it does that. Um, Texas-TCU doesn't do much for me. Doesn't do much. I mean, I don't no. really feel anything. Especially after TCU loses to SMU last week. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the equivalent of after two hours on the Peloton, you feel nothing. Um, Louisville-Wake Forest. Eh. Has C- a chance. Cincinnati Notre Dame at one thirty. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch an hour of that. Then we get into the two thirty. And then the, and then the, the two thirty game. That's I'm just telling you, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Alabama is going to get a big number. Yeah, it is because there's nothing against it really, and there's nothing that would even push it anyway. I mean, the games that compete against it: Oregon, Stanford, eh. no, Ohio State, Rutgers, eh. Oklahoma, Kansas State, nope. Oh, it's going to get a massive number. It is. Yeah, there's nothing in that at all. And then the late game is going to get a big number too because it's going to get the drunk college football the fan LSU after Auburn. a big day. Yeah, LSU Auburn, especially in a scenario where Ole Miss won, the Auburn That's LSU true. game would get this massive, massive carryover number. number yeah, massive yeah. number. Um, and then at night, I don't hate Arizona State UCLA for sure entertainment value. That's not no. a bad Pac-12 game. That's kicking at uh, eight thirty. I think maybe even nine thirty. Nine thirty on yeah. FS one. Yeah, nine thirty yep. on Saturday night. So two podcasts for you tomorrow. We'll be back in the morning and then hand raise guys tomorrow night. Check RebelGrove.com in the meantime for plenty of content leading up to Ole Miss and Alabama at two thirty on Saturday. So have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.